Yo, listen, bro, sis, before we get the show started, I need you to do me a huge favor and rate this podcast. I need you to rate, and I also need you to write a review. Listen, we're sitting at 118 ratings, and I am going to do a giveaway once we get to the 200 mark. So, I need you to stop what you're doing. All right, after you listen to this episode, of course, and please, please rate this episode and leave a review. Also, please share with your family members, your friends, co-workers, anyone you think that could be um, that could benefit from today's episode. Let's get started. Welcome to the Dear Sister Podcast, a weekly, raw, and transparent show discussing topics that women face, but that we rarely discuss out of fear that we are the only ones experiencing them. So join me each week as we conquer, heal, and evolve together. Hey y'all, happy Monday. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Dear Sister Podcast. Um, Of course, I'm sitting down recording this on Sunday. Um, But let me, before I go any farther, um, I just want to send a huge, huge, um, I don't want to say shout out, but I want to say that my condolences go out to the family of Kobe Bryant and Gianna Bryant. Um, Definitely not how I planned on or I'm not saying planned on but definitely not news that I thought I would get on Sunday um what I will say though is from finding out this news is that I remember on Friday um my student and I well my students two of my students were sitting beside me um because they're very needy sometimes they just love being up under Miss Green and um they were working on an exploration for um seasons and basically one of my students was saying some information he had found out um about the sun and he said something about 200 years from now or something like that. And so he was like, um, this is going to be 200 years from now. I'm not even going to be alive then. Or maybe he said 100 years. However many years he said, um, it was far from now. And what he said next was, um, nobody's even going to know who I am. Like, I'm not even going to be around when this happens. And so I told him, I said, Jamari, that's why it's important for you to leave a legacy. And he was like, how do I do that? I said, use the gift that you were born with and you do what you're supposed to do with that gift and you leave your legacy. And then today at church, um, First Lady Nikki got installed as a pastor. So now it's Pastor Nikki. And um, when she gave her remarks after the ceremony, she said the importance of giving God a yes. Like giving God a yes, like life is not going to be easy, but there's a different feeling when you give God a yes. And so, um, putting those two things together, um, I just want to leave with you for the lesson of the week is that give God your yes. Like death is so is guaranteed to all of us, but we never know when it's going to happen or how it's going to happen. But I do not want any of us to leave this earth without doing what God has called us to do. I don't want any of us to leave this earth allowing other people to benefit from us and use things that we have to offer, but not allowing God to use us, right? And when you leave this earth, I want you to have 
I want you to leave your legacy. You get what I'm saying? Like, your legacy may look completely different from other people. Your legacy may not be worldwide like Kobe Bryant's legacy um, will be, right? It may be that your legacy is left with your community. Your legacy may be left with your church. Your legacy may be left with the women or the men that you um, have some type of um, impact on. But what is your legacy going to be? And your legacy starts by giving God a yes and allowing him to um, work the gifts that he has placed inside of you, right? And not leaving this this earth without him using all of you. Um, so give God a yes. It's not always fun. It's not always comfortable. Um, it's lonely sometimes. It's, um, it's aggravating sometimes. You get what I'm saying? But... Giving God a yes has been one of the best decisions that I've made so far in life. Um, I'm not perfect, and I always share that with y'all. I'm not perfect by no means necessary. Um, my life is not 100% where I want it to be. Um, but give God your yes. Give your give God your yes. Um, so let's jump into um, today's episode topic. And it's date yourself, sis. I'm going to give you a backdrop on what occurred for me to make this episode. So, I've been talking to this guy since um, November. And um, two Sundays ago, we kind of, we were supposed to go to the movies that Sunday. And we kind of got into it. And he decided that it would be best for us not to go to the movies. Um, but we did agree that it would be good for us to talk about why we got into it, right? So, we could have a better understanding of everything. And so I was still upset the next day because I'm like, I really wanted to go to the movies and I was expecting to go to the movies with him. And so um, when I got up, like when I literally got out of the bed, something was like, Jess, why can't you go to the movies? Take yourself. And not only was I going to take myself, at first I was just going to throw on some sweats, a pullover and just, you know, not be, get cute at all. And then something was like, Jess, you would have got cute for old boys. So get cute for yourself and go out to the movies. And while you're at it, treat yourself to dinner. While you're at it, treat yourself to a nice little gift. And while you're at it, get yourself some flowers. So that's what I did on, um, that was on Sunday. So we were supposed to go out to the movies on Sunday. But I ended up doing all this on Monday because it was MLK Day. Um, and I was off that day. And so, that caused me to make a IG story um, that was also titled, um, Date Yourself, Sis. But I wanted to go into more details on this show because not everybody follows me on my I Am That Woman page. Which you need to be following me, sis, because I really be dropping some nice little gems. Um, not every day, but I try to at least every other day. So, if you're not following um, the I Am That Woman IG, make sure you do that right now. It's I am, period, the symbol, okay? I am, period, that woman. Again, I am, the symbol of the period, that woman. Um, I do IGTV videos. I um, leave you with some inspirational quotes. And I just try to inspire you a little bit more past just um, this, this podcast. And if you don't know me, Personally, this is also a great way for us to interact and you can kind of put a face with the voice because I have listeners from all around the world. So if you follow that page, you'll actually be able to see me and interact with me um, past this podcast. So, um, so yeah, so I ended up going to the movies to see Bad Boys 
Um, and I really enjoyed it. It was super packed. And I'm just like, dang, I didn't expect everybody to be at the movies on MLK Day. Y'all should have been on serving. Okay? And my auntie told me I should have been serving, which I serve every day. Okay? I work with kids. So, I feel like that's serving. All right? Um, but for real, I was expecting people to be out um, serving not in the movie planning. I was in the concession stand line for 20 minutes. And usually, I sneak snacks into the movie but i was like well since i'm taking myself on a date i might as well treat myself to some real concession stand food honey but that um that um popcorn was definitely cold but anyway that's neither here nor there so let me drop these gems on y'all really fast so number one stop trying to turn love projects into a boyfriend or a husband so um a week before this happened, I woke up at like 4 o'clock one Saturday morning. And I could not go back to sleep. So I just started praying out to God, praying out to God. And then I just sat there and he began to download so much information into me, y'all. He even downloaded information for an episode that's coming up, y'all. And listen, it was stepping on my neck, writing it in my journal. So I'm going to really have to be stepping on y'all necks when I deliver it. I think I'm going to... um drop that episode next monday but he was downloading so much into me and one thing he downloaded um into me for me but i want to share with y'all was he told me to stop trying to turn love projects into a boyfriend or a husband and so what i did was i went in um google what is a love project and a love project is a study that captures personal emotions and transforms them into everyday objects sculptures and art pieces again a love project is a study that captures personal emotions and transforms them into everyday objects sculptures and art pieces so god told me that i see brokenness in in some certain men so i study them and then i try to love them the way that i want them to love me but they can't do that so I'm going to read it how I wrote it. You see brokenness in them. So you study them. And then you try to love them the way that you want them to. But they can't. Why can't they love me the way that I want them to love me? Because they don't have the capacity to one love me the way that God needs someone to love me. Nor do they have the capacity to carry the weight that I carry. Right? So sis and bro, whatever. Um, but specifically to my sisters that listen to this. Stop trying to turn love projects into a boyfriend or a husband. I tend to go for guys who are like broken and and I try not to do that anymore because I made a, a commitment to myself not to deal with any other projects. Like I know we're all works in progress, but there's a difference between a work in progress and then just a straight up project, right? And so I would try to love on these men and I would try to love on them the way that um, I wanted them to love me. I remember one time I sent an edible arrangement to this guy. This was years ago because I wanted to teach him how I wanted him to treat me, right? I remember recently I was talking to this other guy and I got him something for his birthday. And I got him something for his birthday because of the simple fact that he said females never get him something for his birthday. So I was thinking that if I do something random for him, then he will understand that I like nice random gestures, right? But I stopped talking to him, so that doesn't matter. So God told me to stop trying to turn love projects into boyfriends or a husband. Because everybody, every man is not built to love me the way that I need to be loved. Nor do they have the capacity to be able to deal or handle what I have to carry or what I'm carrying. 
okay? Number two, set the tone and standard for yourself. So if you are expecting consistency for someone, from someone, um, then you need to be consistent with yourself. If you want someone to speak to your love languages, then you need to be able to do that yourself while you're single. While we're single, that is a time to kind of figure out what we like, what we don't like, right? It's a time to figure out how we want to be treated so that when we set the standard Pause. Let me let me back up. It's a time for us to find out how we want to be treated, but then to treat ourselves with that, right? Um, so that when we get a man or when a man approaches us and he's doing nice things, um, we won't be so shocked because we'll know that we deserve it because we've been doing it all along, right? Because there are some men who know how to play the part. So they'll buy flowers. They'll call you every day. They'll text you every morning. They'll text you every night. But they still ain't no good for you, right? So when you set the standard for yourself, you're less likely to be so caught off guard when somebody is just being nice to you. And also, you'll be more less likely to um, settle. Because if I'm setting the standard for myself, it's going to be hard for anybody to just come with any and everything, right? Number three, date yourself. Go to the movies, go to dinner, buy yourself flowers, etc. Start dating yourself. I am trying to do this every month. Um, so last weekend, I went to the, well, last Monday, I went to the movies and to dinner, bought myself flowers, bought myself a little item from Ulta. This past weekend, I went to see the the girls, Jesus, I went to go see the play Dream Girls. Um, it was a self-date, but it also was to support one of my friends. Um, and then Saturday, I went to an empowerment event, and usually I'm the one who's doing the empowering, so it felt good to not be speaking, but to be sitting in the audience and being empowered, right? Next month, February, my goal is to go to a spa um, for my my date, right? Um, so yeah, date yourself, and also, get involved. Sunday, I was able to... Um, shadow a ministry that I'm a part of the social media ministry and I really enjoyed it I only expected to do one um service but I ended up doing two and I really enjoyed it because I want to get outside of myself um so not only do I want to um continue to grow and serving in the house of the Lord but I definitely also want to um be doing some volunteer work outside of church so that's going to be my next step is to find some type of volunteer um situation that I can do because I want to get inside of outside of thinking about just me i want to get outside of just thinking about my singleness right and although i was super duper tired on sunday it felt good not to just be sitting in the house the entire weekend just watching tv and thinking about how single i am if that makes sense so date yourself in this season sis and even if you're in a relationship you still need to be dating yourself i think that it's very important that when we get into relationships that we you know, we, we foster the relationship that we have with our man, but we also foster the relationship with ourselves. And we continue to, to enhance and grow the relationship with ourselves so that we can be a better person for our significant other. Number four, this has been my favorite thing that I'm learning to do, um, is learn your love languages and then speak to them. Learn your love languages and speak to them. If you don't know your love languages, there's a book called Five Love Languages that I suggest. Now, I haven't read it yet. I have it. I've had it for years, but I haven't actually read it. But what I have done is I've taken the um, Five Love Languages test, and I'll try to put that link into the um, show notes or whatever. Um, and I found out my three 
love languages. And so my three love languages are quality time, words of affirmation, and receiving gifts. So quality time, words of affirmation, and receiving gifts. I think there's eight in all, but those are my top three. So now that I know my love languages, and this is crazy, not crazy, but I found this um, very, very interesting that I first took this test like years ago, right? And receiving gifts was my first one. But my mindset was totally different than it is now. Receiving gifts was my first one. And quality time was like way down the totem pole, right? Um, But now, I took this test uh, last year, I think. And now it's changed again. So it's it's interesting because I know that I've evolved as a woman. I know that I um, think differently now, right? And so I go into relationships... um, for more of a selfless reason but back in the day i wanted things for a selfish reason i wanted a boyfriend for a selfish reason i wanted uh, a relationship for a selfish reason so um now that i know my three love languages i need to spend more time with myself so now that i know i love quality time i need to be okay with spending time with myself and not having to be distracted by my cell phone right how can I spend quality time with myself? That could be me taking myself out to eat. That could be me just sitting on the couch and reading one of my favorite books. That could be me, um, I don't know, just whatever. Spending quality time with myself. Um, second one is words of affirmation. So I need to make sure that I'm speaking more positively to myself. And then three, receiving gifts i need to make sure that i'm treating myself to a gift every now and then now i don't need to be going crazy all right but i need to be treating myself to a gift because i need to be able to speak to my own love languages and stop expecting and waiting for a man or others to speak to my love languages okay um number five remember that by requiring something of someone else that you can provide for them it is not asking for too much it's not always that you're asking for too much, but maybe you're asking for the wrong people. Um, I remember one time that somebody told me that my standards were too high, right? And I remember years ago, I used to try to water down my standards, but now my standards are what they are. They're high, but they're not unrealistic, right? Um, and sometimes we start to second guess our standards and our expectations. But if I can offer you consistency, if I can offer you effective communication, if I can offer you, um, I don't know. I really don't know what else I was about to say. If I can offer you what I require of you, then I'm not asking for too much. It may not be that we're asking for too much. We just may be asking the wrong people. That goes back to point number one, right? Every man is not meant to. To see you the way that God needs them to see you, right? But also, every man cannot love you the way that God needs a man to love you. But nor do they have the capacity to carry or handle what you carry. Every man does not have the capacity to handle what you carry. So a lot of you will be so hurt and looking stuck in the face because you're like, and I know I used to do this too, so I'm talking to myself too. Why doesn't he want me? Or why doesn't he why didn't he choose me? Or why didn't he pick me? Because sis, there are some men who can't see what you have to offer because they're not meant to see all that you have to offer. They may see that you are a good woman, but they don't understand, nor can they grasp the concept of the weight that you carry, right? And then you have some men who some men, excuse me, who know what you carry or they have a slight idea of the weight that you carry, and they know deep down inside that they can't handle that. Alright? So 
It's not always that you're asking for too much, but you may just be asking the wrong people. And number six, remember that you're single, not desperate. And I cannot wait to drop what I'm working on. I have a project that I'm about to release, y'all. It's going to be so dope. But remember that you're single, not desperate. Desperate means feeling, showing, or evolving. I'm sorry, are involving a hopeless sense that a situation, or about a situation, excuse me. Sis, remind your negative thoughts, your emotions, your flesh daily that you are single, not desperate. Again, desperate means feeling, showing, or involving a hopeless sense about a situation. You got to remind your negative thoughts because the enemy is going to come to you a lot of times. You got to remind your negative thoughts. You have to remind those emotions. You have to remind your flesh daily that you are single, not desperate. Y'all, I have been having to tell myself this all the time. Recently in this season, I have to remind myself. And it's not even myself I'm reminding. It's my flesh. It's my 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 mind. I have to remind myself that I am single. I am not desperate, right? So I'm not lowering my standards just to say I have a man. I'm not lowering my standards just to say I have companionship. I'm not lowering my standards. I'm not about to beg anybody for their time, their effort, or their attention, right? But I'm going to embrace this season that I'm currently in. Is it always easy? Of course not, right? But is it worth it? Of course it is. But you have to remind yourself on a daily that you are desperate. I'm sorry, Jesus, that you are single, not desperate. You are single, not desperate. Number seven, embrace the season that you're in. So often we get so focused on the season that we want to be in, but that we don't take time to appreciate the season that we're in. Think about um, high school. When you were in high school, you cannot wait to go to college, right? Then when you got to college and realized that college was a little bit harder, a whole lot harder for, I mean, than high school, then you started missing high school, right? And then your sophomore came around, your sophomore year came around in college, and it's like, dang, I can't wait till I graduate. I'm so tired of school. I'm done with school. Like, I'm just ready to graduate, right? Then when you get out into the real world and you see how you got to pay bills, you got to go to work, Right? Um, you can't just skip work because you was out last night turned up. Like, real, adult life at the college is so real. And then sometimes you miss parts of college. So I'm saying that to say this. When we don't take time to embrace the season that we're in, we'll get into another season and we'll begin to miss pieces of the season that we were in because we didn't take time to appreciate it, Right? We didn't take time to appreciate it. And I know for me that God is going to bless me with a husband. He's already blessed me with a husband. I just haven't met him yet. But he's closer than, I, than he may appear, right? I know one day we're, I'm going to have kids or a child. And I'm going to wish some days that I could just go back to being that single 20-something-year-old who can sleep whenever she wants to sleep, move however she wants to move, travel whenever she wants to travel, right? So while I'm in this season of singleness and not having no kids, like, I must try my hardest to embrace this season. Again, is it always easy? No, but it's worth it. And there's some type of beauty in this season of singleness. And it's single... Um, this is a time for you to really focus in on what God has called you to do. It's time for you to focus and build the foundation, right? 
Because you want to bring value to your husband. You want to bring value to your marriage. You want to bring value to your family. You want to bring value to your kids, right? You want to bring value to your household. And that starts by building the foundation. Building the foundation while you're single. Um, And I want to get to a place where God fills me up more than anything else. I want to get to a place where I love God more than I love anything else because I know that no man will be able to satisfy me the way that God can. And until you get to the point where you understand that no man will be able to satisfy you the way that God can, you're going to continue to put men on a pedestal that they didn't ask to be put on, nor do they deserve to be put on, right? And you may forget sometimes that they're human, all right? Um, And then the last one, number eight, Remind yourself who you are in God. In church today, Pastor said as he was preaching the message um, for Pastor Nikki's um, pastoral installation, he had to. He said, "I'm gonna tell you women this: women, you are the answer." So I'm telling you, sis, who's listening to this, you are the answer. You are the answer to somebody's prayers. You are the answer to someone's dreams. You are the answer to a problem in this world that can only be solved by you. You are the answer for a time such as this, right? And anybody would be blessed to be able to have you as their answer. So remind yourself daily who you are in God, right? For the world may call you broken, but God calls you whole, right? The world may call you guilty, but God calls you forgiven. The world may call you flawed, but God says that you are wonderfully made, right? The world may call you unfaithful, but the but God calls you chosen, right? The world may call you insecure, right? But God calls you more than enough. The world may call you by your sin, but the Lord calls you free and forgiven, right? So remember, oh, wow, God calls you chosen. He calls you accepted, right? So remind yourself who you are in God. Remind yourself who you are in God. I'm just going to go back through this one more time. Number one, stop trying to turn love projects into a boyfriend or a husband. Every man that you come across isn't your husband. (laughs) Number two, set the tone and standard for how you want to be treated for yourself. So Set the standard, set the tone, but then you need to live by that standard and live by that tone for yourself. Number three, don't forget to date yourself. Take yourself to the movies, go to dinner, buy yourself flowers, buy yourself nice little goodies every now and then. I challenge you to buy yourself flowers once a month. I challenge you to take yourself out to a movie once a month. I mean, not a movie, but on a date once a month. And if you don't like flowers, right? Because if you like me, sometimes your allergies be acting up. If you don't want to do flowers, buy yourself a candle. Who can't get enough of candles, okay? Um, Number four, learn your love languages and then speak to them. Number five, remember that by requiring something of someone that you can provide for them is not asking for too much. Number six, remember that you're single, not desperate. You're single, not desperate. Number seven, embrace the season that you're currently in. Embrace the season that you're currently in. Number eight, remind yourself who you are in God. Remind yourself who you are in God. Um, But yeah. I love y'all. I'm praying with you. I'm praying for you. Um, Please give God a yes, y'all. God doesn't want you perfect. He just needs you to be willing and he needs you to be obedient. 
God doesn't want you to be perfect. Because if he wanted you to be perfect, there would have been no reason for him to send Jesus. But he does need you to be willing and he needs you to be obedient. There's so much life inside of you. There's so much purpose inside of you. And there is somebody, there is somebody waiting on you to start living out your legacy. I love y'all. Um, rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace to Gianna Bryant. Keep them in your prayers, y'all. Pray for people who are going through a season of bereavement. Not just Kobe's family, but when you say your prayers tonight and this week, pray that God's love and peace will comfort these families who are losing people. All right? Um, I love y'all. Again, if y'all need to reach out to me, if you need advice, if you need prayers or whatever, please don't hesitate to email me at dearsisterpodcast at gmail.com. But also... Please don't forget to rate and review this podcast. I want to get to 200 reviews and I will do a giveaway. Um, And also don't forget to share this podcast and this episode with anyone you think could benefit from it. Especially all of my single ladies. Um, Because there were some rich jewels in these things, okay? But I love y'all. Have an awesome week. I'm praying with you. I'm praying for you. I'll see you next week.